You're listening to The Simple Truth with Pastor Dion Cordova of Truth Ministries Calvary Chapel. And these guys, they were behind locked doors, but the chaos was on the inside. They were dealing with all this. Stressed out. Listen, the same hand that pushed away the stone from the tomb wants to push away your chaos. The same hand that pushed away the stone from the tomb wants to push away your chaos, your anxiety. You can do a lot to protect yourself from hard situations even to the point of physically shutting yourself away from the world. But this can't protect you from your own negative thoughts and anxieties. Today on The Simple Truth, Pastor Dion examines what Jesus hoped to impart to his followers before returning to his Father. After reminding them of his constant presence, Jesus calmed their spiritual and emotional anxieties by giving them his peace. Only God's peace settles souls and provides real rest. Now here's Pastor Dion in the book of Luke chapter 24 with today's edition of The Simple Truth. The disciples were in that house and they were plagued with anxious minds, sleepless nights, tense nerves, and sour stomachs. Does that remind you of anyone? Huh? Because remember, you don't get ulcers because of what you eat. The reason of ulcers is because of what's eating you. And these guys, they were behind locked doors, but the chaos was on the inside. They were dealing with all this. Stressed out. Listen. The same hand that pushed away the stone from the tomb wants to push away your chaos. The same hand that pushed away the stone from the tomb wants to push away your chaos, your anxiety. That's why Jesus stepped into the house that day on His resurrection tour and downloaded peace. Everybody say the word what? Peace! There are two types of unrest. There are two types of anxiety. Spiritual and physical. The spiritual anxiety or unrest comes from the doubts that we have about God. Is He good? Does He really love me? Will He forgive me? Where will I spend eternity? That kind of anxiety churns on the inside. It's a spiritual unrest, a spiritual anxiety. The physical unrest comes from the problems and circumstances that life hurls at us. We go through stuff and we say, why me? Where is God when it hurts? Does God care? Will I survive this? Well, Jesus' resurrection promises something. On the resurrection tour, He promised peace. Here's the first one. Everybody say what? Peace with God. Say it out loud. Peace with God. That first issue of anxiety. That spiritual anxiety. 
that the doubts we have about God. Jesus' resurrection tour, on his resurrection tour, he announced, you'll have peace with God. God is good. My resurrection proves that God is good. He really does love you. He will forgive you and save you. And your eternity with Him is secure. Peace. Everybody say peace. No worries. What's going to happen? Do I have to do something? I mean, when I die, what? what? I mean, does, is He really good? Is He really for me? Is He really have a purpose and a hope for me? All that gets answered. Jesus on His resurrection tour answers that the resurrection gives us His peace. Peace with God. God is good. He really does love you. He will forgive you and save you. And your eternity is secure. In fact, here's Romans chapter 5, verse 1. Read it with me. Therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, we have, everybody, peace with God because of what Jesus Christ our Lord has done for us. Here it is. Christ has brought us into this place of undeserved privilege. Now, what does that mean? Salvation. It means peace. It means His promise. It means righteousness. It means forgiveness. He has brought us into this place of undeserved privilege where we now stand and we confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing God's glory. Does that mean heaven? Does it? Peace with God. Everybody said what? I don't have to ask that question. Is God good? Is God for me? Is His plan and purpose for me really good? Will He really forgive me? Will He really save me? Will He really take me to heaven? Jesus' resurrection says, hey, I'm proving it. I'm proving it. God loves you. He sent me to die for you. He raised me from the dead. The same Spirit that raised me from the dead can raise you from the dead. Not only physical death, but spiritual death. But both of them will secure you a place in heaven with the Lord. Isn't that awesome, guys? So, hey, woo! That's great. Great news. Everybody say, peace with God. And Jesus on this resurrection tour, when He said, peace be with you, He meant peace with God. That takes care of that anxiety. But He also, Jesus' resurrection also promises this. Everybody say it out loud. The what? The peace of God. The peace of God is a supernatural calm that He will download when things get crazy and chaotic. How many of you would like that peace? Huh? How many of you need a download of that peace? Well, His resurrection promises that. And that's what He was telling them on the tour. And He shows up into the chaos of their lives and all that's going on in that room, in that house, and He says, peace! Everybody say it again. What? Peace! Peace with God and the peace of God. Say it out loud. The what? Peace of God. That supernatural calm that He will download when things are crazy and chaotic. Here's the verse, Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Read it with me. Don't worry about anything. Now, pause right there and think about all the things you are worried about. He says, don't worry about it. Look at your neighbor and say, don't worry about it. 
Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need. And thank Him for all that He's done. Then, everybody said what? Then, read it out loud, then you will experience the peace of God which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Hey, the problem will still shake. It just won't shake you. He will download His resurrection. He's saying, hey listen, I'm bringing peace. Peace with God and the peace of God that calms your anxious hearts in the middle of the chaos that you're going through. The problem will still shake, but it won't shake you. His peace will build a fortress around you. You will say, I should be stressed. I should be panicking, but I'm not. I have a deep inward assurance. Have you ever experienced that? In the middle or in the thick of some chaos, in the thick of some prognosis or diagnosis, in the thick of being rejected, abandoned, in the thick of being financially stressed, in the thick of all of that, but you have this inward calm, this inward feeling of peace. Where does that come from? It got downloaded. It got downloaded. He builds a fortress around you. You have an inward assurance. Like David in Psalm 4. It's a psalm of David. David, at the time that he's writing, at the beginning of the psalm, he's writing how he's being hunted by his enemies. He's wanted dead or alive. I mean, the anxiety and fear was tormenting him. By the middle of the chapter, it's dripping with fear and anxiety. You can almost feel the tension. And we know what that looks like. We know what that feels like. Because the person sitting next to you, they might look like they've got it all together, just, all, I mean, beautiful. But underneath the water, they are like ducks. They are treading water, man. Just trying to stay afloat. I'm just trying to survive. David was expressing himself. I am being hunted. The posters say, dead or alive. I'm being pursued. I don't know what to do. And he's kind of explaining his feelings. He's being tormented. But then in the middle of that psalm, he called out to the Lord for help. And guess what God did? God downloaded him some peace. Because in the very last verse, of that psalm, here is what David writes. Verse 8, read it with me. I will lie down and sleep in peace. For you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. Wow. The beginning of the psalm is fear, anxiety, worry. The beginning of the psalm was Oh my gosh! OMG! Please help! And then all of a sudden, God downloaded the peace. And David is able to say, everybody do it, I can lie down and sleep in peace. 
For you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. Jesus' resurrection turns our anxiety into assurance. All right? That's what he came on the second tune of this resurrection tour. He tells them, hey, listen, I will turn your anxiety, my peace will turn your anxiety into assurance and your panic into a party. Everybody say those two things. Your what? Your panic into a party. Let's watch what Jesus tells the disciples. But while they still did not believe for joy and marveled, he said to them, so listen, Jesus says, hey, listen, I've resurrected. I'm bringing peace. No more anxiety. Here I am. Feel me. It's a bodily resurrection. I'm not a phantom. I'm not a spirit. I'm not twilight zone. I am here. Feel me. So they touch him. They feel, but here it says, but while they still did not believe for joy and marvel, he said to them, Have you any food here? So they gave him a piece of broiled fish and some honeycomb. And he took it and ate in their presence. So listen. Jesus asked the disciples to break out the food. So Jesus shows up. There should have been a party, a celebration going on, right? This is the third day. They've already got the word and the testimony of other people that Jesus is on his resurrection tour. He already talked to them about his presence, right? He appears to them. He shows up at their house, but there ain't no party going on. There is panic. So he brings peace. And now he says, hey, listen, how about breaking out the bread? Look at your neighbor and say, where's the bread? Listen, Jesus wasn't hungry. He has a glorified body. He doesn't need the food for sustenance or nutrition. He doesn't need it for energy. Jesus wasn't hungry. He was stimulating faith. It's time to get out of your funk and get into a fiesta. That's what he was saying. Jesus wants us to celebrate his accomplishment. He wants us to join the backstage party. That's exactly what he's doing on this tour. He brings them peace. He tells them, hey, listen, my resurrection provides peace, the peace with God and the peace of God. Let's break out the bread. So on Jesus' resurrection tour, he declared his presence, his peace. Those are the first two tunes he's presented. Here's the third tune. He declared, everybody said out loud what? His power. Let's read the passage. Then Jesus said to them, These are the words which I spoke to you while I was still with you, that all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms concerning me. And he opened their understanding that they might comprehend the Scriptures. And he said to them, Thus it is written, and thus it was necessary for the Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in His name to all nations beginning in Jerusalem. And you are witnesses of these things. Behold, I send the promise of My Father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with the power from on high. So Jesus tells them in the backstage party, He says, hey, listen, there's one more thing I want you to know. One more tune. I'm going to do a special encore song just for you. My power. Everybody say, that's the name of the song. What? His power. 
Jesus commissioned the fearful and faithless followers that they were to continue His ministry and to proclaim His resurrection. And not just them, we're part of this mission. You can go ahead and say right there, ay, ay, ay. Look at your neighbors, ay, ay, ay. We're part of the backstage party, and they say, hey, listen, I have a commission for you. I've got a mission for you. I'm sending you out. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to proclaim my resurrection. I want you to continue my ministry. Now, I mean, courage, the cowardly dog has more potential than this group of guys. Has more potential than some of us. Does it seem odd that Jesus would entrust the most important message in the world to a group of people who resemble the cast of swamp people? Nevertheless, Jesus commissioned and sent us out to broadcast His story. Now right now, you might suffer from feelings of apprehension, objection, and fear. You may have a list of inadequacies, insecurities, reasons, excuses, why you can't, won't, or shouldn't spread the divine message. You might feel that you need some outside help. Don't fall for the wrong stuff, though. Like this ad I came across. The ad says, Do you have feelings of inadequacy? Do you suffer from shyness? Do you sometimes wish you were more assertive? If you've answered yes to any of these questions, ask your doctor or pharmacist about tequila. <laughs> tequila is the safe, natural way to feel better and more confident about yourself and your actions. Tequila can help ease you out of your shyness and let you tell the world that you're ready and willing to do just about anything. Side effects may include headache, dizziness, nausea, vomiting, fighting, lapses in judgment, immoral behavior, financial ruin, divorce, off-key karaoke singing, liver disease, and in most cases, incarceration. <laughs> hey folks, tequila isn't your answer. Here is your answer. Ephesians chapter 5, Paul knew it. Read it with me. Do not get drunk with wine, which will only ruin you instead. Everybody, be filled with the Spirit. There it is. A few weeks after Jesus made this promise that they would be endued with the power from on high. I mean, it happened. Jesus said, all you need is the Spirit. Tequila is in the answer, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18. And so Jesus gave us a divine message and a divine helper. Jesus said the Holy Spirit will empower us to do this. Everybody said out loud to what? To shine. Look at your neighbor and tell them that. Shine. Here is his promise in Acts chapter 1, verse 8. Read it with me. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere. A few weeks after that promise, Jesus sent the Holy Spirit to infill the lives of his followers. And that little band, that little group of people 
turned the world upside down with the message of Jesus Christ. With the power of the Holy Spirit, they turned the world upside down. They started or ignited a revival. The Holy Spirit did in them. But it ignited a revival that kept burning and growing and just consuming their world. You have it in you. What do I have? The Holy Spirit. He came into His ministry 2,000 years ago. In that upper room, the Holy Spirit was dispensed. Not just into those people, but it was dispensed upon the whole earth. And before we come to Christ, it's the Holy Spirit that's alongside of us prodding our heart to surrender our life. And when we finally do, He indwells us. He regenerates us. Births within us a new spirit, a new creation who is God's child. Isn't that that cool? But here's the next thing. He also creates an inspiration for us to be able to continue the life and ministry of Jesus. To live Christ-like. He begins to help us through the process of that. He also helps us through the process of being a witness, a voice. He helps us to shine our testimonies. So when I say, you have it in you, that's what I mean. But here's the thing. Salt is only good outside of the salt shaker. So it's inside. But we need to We need to sprinkle it out. We need to share the seasoning. We need to share that with others. Here's what Jesus told as Mark finished the Gospel. Mark actually penned some other things that Jesus said on this particular occasion. He said, go into the world and preach the Gospel and make disciples. He said, and I will work with you doing signs and wonders, transforming lives, healing people's marriages, touching their families, converting the situation, changing that, transforming. I will do it. So every time you knock some salt out of that salt shaker, there's a potential for God's miraculous work. But as long as it's in you, You've contained it, and God will work in you, but you'll always feel the Holy Spirit's nudge saying, let me out. Stop boxing me in. Stop holding me in. Let me out. So, I'm about to cut you guys loose now. Are you ready? We're so glad that you joined us today for The Simple Truth. Pastor Dion Cordova has been sharing from the book of Luke, one of the narratives of Jesus' life on earth. Luke's perspective emphasizes the human interactions that Jesus had, his time spent caring deeply for people, no matter who they were or what their story was. Jesus cares for you in the same way. He knows what your background is, but that hasn't changed his opinion of you. He just wants to get to know you and show you what unconditional love is. 
His grace is big enough to cover all of your sins, and He's offering you a new life today. We'd love to tell you more, so please give us a call. We'll share how Jesus can impact your life forever and what steps you can take to begin a relationship with Him. Our phone number is 505-753-4363. That's 505-753-4363. We'd like to encourage you to get involved with a local church as well. This will be a place that you can ask questions, learn more about Jesus, and find support as you grow in your faith. Are you in the Española area? If so, we'd love for you to come visit us at Truth Ministries Calvary Chapel. We meet on Sundays and Wednesdays for a time of worship, Bible study, and fellowship. Find out more and get directions to the church by visiting tmcalvary.com. That's tmcalvary.com. Our time with you is coming to an end today, but we want to thank you for tuning in, and we hope you'll join us again for more from Luke right here on The Simple Truth. So let us join our hands and together we stand together.